Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, March 21st. Even before the Ukraine crisis raised risk for global economies, Canadian investors were pulling back from foreign equities. Statistics Canada's new figures for January reveal a $19.7 billion reduction in holdings of foreign equities, the largest pullback since March 2020. US equities were top of the sell list. $16.9 billion were offloaded by Canadian investors in the month as the S&P 500 dropped more than 5%. Canadian investors acquired $5.3 billion in foreign bonds as the Fed began interest rate hikes. The acquisitions were split between US corporate bonds and other foreign bonds, giving a net reduction in foreign securities of $14.4 billion. Meanwhile, foreign investors acquired $13.5 billion of Canadian securities, mainly bonds, although this was the lowest investment since April 2021. The total net investment in bonds was $17.7 billion, including an $18.3 billion investment in private corporate bonds, mainly new bonds denominated in foreign currencies and issued by Canadian chartered banks. Although foreign investors reduced their holdings in Canadian equities by $731 million, this followed $16.9 billion in acquisitions in the previous month. RBC Economics has revealed that household net wealth soared to a record $15.9 trillion in Q4 2021. That's a whopping $3.6 trillion more than pre-pandemic levels. Contributing to that is a 5% increase in financial sector assets in Q4, which will most likely be partially offset by weaker stock markets in Q1. Over the last two years, however, increasing real estate values have driven up household equity in real estate properties, accounting for more than half of net asset gains. Household debt is also at all-time highs, though, according to the report, owing to strong housing markets that have prompted additional mortgage borrowing. Mortgage debt increased by $44 billion in Q4 2021, bringing the total to above $300 billion since the epidemic began. The closely scrutinised debt-to-income ratio hit a new high of 186.2% in Q4 because of this, as well as a drop in disposable income as government pandemic aid continued to fade. Canadians are feeling the squeeze of inflation across their household budgets, but among the toughest to bear is at the gas pumps, with the CAA reporting a national average last week of $1.78 per litre, and some cities with prices above $2. Electric vehicles are showing a surge in interest, according to a new report. KPMG in Canada found that 61% of respondents to its survey said that it's time to buy an EV, and almost one-third regret not having done so already. With delivery times for vehicles impacted by supply chain issues, EV converts may have a long wait perhaps a year, but 47% said they'll buy one right away even if they have to be patient. One in five of those planning to buy an EV have been convinced by high gas prices and 51% said they'll never buy a gas-powered car again. This share jumps to 63% in BC, which has seen some of the highest gas prices in this recent surge. Nearly half of the 1,005 Canadians polled said they'll definitely go electric because they don't think gas prices will ever normalise again, especially as economies transition off oil and gas. Because of their concerns about the effects of inflation on their finances, as many as 17% of Canadians expect to give less to charities this year. According to a recent Ipsos poll done on behalf of CanadaHelps.org, most Canadians are concerned about inflation, which has reached its highest level in 30 years. 82% expect their financial situation to be negatively impacted in some way, with a significant portion stating that they'll be unable to afford basic necessities. 3 in 10 state they'll be forced to cut back on basic necessities if high inflation continues. 
If it does, the majority admit they'll have to cut back on non-essential spending, such as travel and entertainment. One-third will cut back on savings. 15% will have to rely on savings outright to cover basic expenses, and one-fifth will have to cut back on debt repayments or charitable donations. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, who will triumph in Canada's first institutional ESG strategy face-off? Canadian asset managers focus on in-house talent and data operation. And how can you spring clean your business and clients? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.